Welcome to the County Road Bobblers Bobblecast, a fun podcast with a feel like you're sitting in the local pub chatting about the blues to other blues. to this afternoon's County Road Bobblers podcast. It's myself, which with Mitch and Barry Williams. It's been an interesting week. We've had a lot going on and, and there's a lot to talk about today. Um, the, the clear one, first of all, is probably to start with the transfer deadline day because we have, we have not obviously had a chance to talk that through. Um, and there were more deals done out than, than, than there were in. Um, and seeing as uh, Mitch looks like he, he's looking with some intent here, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, start, I'll start with you. Hi. <laughs> so, go, go on, give me your thoughts, Mitch, on, uh, on what we've seen on the deadline day. <laughs> I, I was uh, pleased, mate, overall. Got rid of some shite. And um, young lads went out on loan, got experience, and I was, I was pleased with King. Made up with him, I think, think we needed another, another option. Um, yeah, pleased. King's an interesting one, isn't he? Um, is he someone that you, you looked at Barry before when we we played uh, Bournemouth? Well, when we played Bournemouth, he's always done well against us, hasn't he? Yeah. like Carl Wilson. Um, and he can play across the front. You know, we've needed that. Because sometimes, like, when when the right winger's not doing well, you know, you're looking at the best, you know, who can come on and... Now we've got him. He he can he can come on and play play there. Mm. He can play left. He can play up front. He can play behind the striker. So that's versatility as well. But I, I like him. That every time I've seen him, he's done well. And I think someone someone pointed on it yesterday. Uh, it's, I think it was a year ago, in the in the summer, a year ago in the summer. I'm sure someone put up a 20 million bid in for him. United, United, yeah. United and then West Ham tried to get him in yeah. the winter, didn't he? Mm-hmm. For like 13 mil. Yeah, so I think we've done well there. And especially the, the, the fee that's going around. Yeah. Normal fee, as they say, which is apparently about 30 quid. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think we've done well there. Yeah. And the, the, the six-month deal is smart as well, yeah, I think. Definitely. You know, he's shit. Yeah. What? Well, it's just a loan. Yeah. It's, it's a loan deal, isn't it? Yeah. Because you, you pay for someone to get someone in on loan, you pay a loan fee, so that's probably what they've paid on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's shite, release him. If, if he's good, he's got himself under the year. Yeah. And right. it gives him something to sort of do well for, like try and play for the contract. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. Yeah. But that's a big thing, isn't it? Like motivation. So when you start a player, you, you, know, you really want to know what motivates them. Mm. I think we've had maybe too many players that are motivated by money. Mm. Um, and not by performance, you know, and that deal, like you say there, it's performance based and he, he does seem as though he wants to prove himself and get an extended contract. Mm. Um, so, that, so he has got that, you know, that incentive to drive himself on again. Yeah. Um, I think Barry's point about the versatility is an excellent one. You know, it's it's another, we'll come on to versatility shortly in, in the squad, uh, but it's another avenue for us. You know, we've got players that can play in a range of positions now and it can only help us. And also goals, you know, I think there was, there was a stat that went round to say that we haven't scored a goal um, from players coming on a substitute yet in the yeah. Premier League, which doesn't fucking surprise me. Shite me back on the bench. So, you know, that says it all, really. And, and the other thing, like, I wouldn't read too much into him not scoring this season, not in the Championship. I think, I think his head might have been turned in the summer. Yeah. The way I'm looking at it, I think he's looked at it and gone, <clears> if Everton have gone in for him in the summer and it hasn't, like, it hasn't come off. He's seen other players go under, like to Wilson, Achi, you know, uh, Frazier, then Eddie Howe going. It's probably not the same team that he was used to and he's gone, do you know what? I can't be asked being here. I, I'm, I want to go away. So he might not have been trying. Yeah. So I wouldn't need too much into his goals. Like, For all you know, he might have been on the fucking bench mm. getting fucking 10 minutes here and there. Mm. I think it was, uh, I think he, he didn't really play back into November, December anyway. Um, People get too caught up on this stuff, you know. We've seen players come to Everton and expected them to be the, the best ever 
player that we've ever signed, yeah. and they've ended up being terrible. Yeah. Um, and you know, on the on the other end of the stick, we've seen players come with no right to, to do what they've done and be really, really, really good for us. Yeah. So it's yeah. you know it's Stephen Payne, our classic Sam Dortmunds, you know, where he went, you know, wasn't didn't really set the world. I come to us and just fitted for them. Mm-hmm. Like you say, Naismith there, you know, yeah. very effective player. Um, but King, you just look at his records for five or six years in the Premier League. If you were to look at Louis, uh, sorry, what Louis is uh, if you look at Wilfred Sahar's record, then they're not actually that different mm-hmm. um, in terms of goals and assists. Now, there's a lot of people probably if we would have spent 45 million on, on Wilfred Sahar would have been made up. And there's only really 12 months between them. So if we did play a nominal fee for a million pounds, what are we losing? You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's we, not, we spent much more money on crap, haven't we? Before, so we spent 20 million on a fucking Balashi. Mm. <laughs> oh, he was yeah. fucking useless. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of there's, you know, I got caught up because I was on the topic of the other time. I was talking about it at first when I seen that three and a half years, 120 grand a week. Mm. I was thinking, ah, this is you know, very much smells like one of them deals where he's just going to be all right for six months and then he's going to be on a three year contract. But I think. As soon as we realise that that's not the case and he's got this performance-based incentive, it's a good deal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's someone we've mentioned a few times on this. Yes. You know, haven't we? You know. Well, we always say that to you. The players that, that stand out when you go to the game mm. sometimes are different than, than the ones the staff sheet might tell you. So, Takure is what we've gone on about for a couple of years because mm. every time we play, he's offered, he's, he, you know, mm. he's took two or three yeah. on midfields off the game every time. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's, you could probably examine stats and, and they wouldn't tell you to curate the best in the world. But when you see him, yeah. you, know, you can see how, and, and since we've signed him, you can, see how, now, yeah, <laughs> you can see how, how good he is, you know, yeah. and, and sometimes your eyes tell you, tell the story, don't they, you know, and, and that's what, what can't be read when, you, when you, you're looking at Google and whatever, yeah. whatever else. Um, the players out that was mentioned there as well, um, obviously, we, Big discussion in terms of making sure that we've got this pathway to the first team and, and making sure that we have players succeeding. Andy Gordon obviously he's shown a lot of promise here. He's, he's showing he, he's quite young still. Uh, he's gone out on loan to Preston. Quite an experienced manager there. Is it, is it Alex Neal or something like that, isn't it? It's, it's the, I don't know. Um, but it's an experienced manager. He's in the northwest. As Yara Bramthwaite's gone out to Blackburn. Three of them are, aren't they? Um, as well. I think I seen Tony Mowbray actually was quite funny saying that um, he thought straight away seeing Bramthwaite walking, he had to duck on his way in to walk into the room. So he's got a good centre half here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know that, that you know I think he's played three games now. He's, he took someone's head off. Yeah, in the second game. Someone yeah. in the second game. And uh, he, he got a clean sheet in the third man of the match. So you know, for 18, he, he seems like he, you know, it's a good move for him. Blackburn, or you know, a, a traditional you know, club of values and what have you. So mm-hmm. you know, they're all in the northwest. And uh, Ellis yeah. Sims obviously gone to Blackpool. I don't think he scored yesterday, but. The game where he came on, he got two oh, goals. I watched, well. I watched them. Watched that game. I was, I was in that, that game. Good, good with the ball at his feet, but you can tell he was like holding the ball up. He was getting pushed off a little bit, but he, he was up front on his own with like three big centre halves. Yeah. And but so it was difficult. But like I say, when he had it on his feet, he was good. Yeah. He, he had a chance like after about two minutes, he nearly scored, and but he got took off after about seventy. Done all right. You know. That's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah, it's all part of You the want to get roughed up by defenders. That's yeah. what you want. And he, the, the terrible thing is age as well. You know, Bramthwaite mm. is, what, 18? Yeah. Gordon is, I should check this, 18? 19. 19. 19 and Sims is 20. Sims is 20. Now, there's an argument that maybe he should have been a Blackpool 12 months ago. You know, a bit, you know not playing in the under 23s, but we won't moan too much about that. He's yeah. there now and, and hopefully he does well, but it's, it's going to be a telling year for him. Mm-hmm. So I think all in all, it was, was there anything you were disappointed at on the transfer deadline day? Possibly Bernard not going. <laughs> that was the only thing. I thought he was, he was going to go, but in the end, they got Kings. I thought it was all rest of them on sort of Bernard yeah. going, but yeah. it worked out. Um, nah, not really. No, I don't agree with you. Yeah. It, it did seem to be like the, the you know that there I was hanging on that deal, didn't it? And it was yeah. like, will he go, will he not go? And he's obviously he's on a lot of money. You know, it's that's the thing. When's the window shut? I think so. Yeah. Up on our group, didn't they? On the bottom. Well, I mean, it might, might, yeah. he could still actually he could go. Still go. He could still yeah. go, and yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it, yeah, so no, I thought they don't don't good business, mate. Don't good business, yeah. and, that, and that deal was obviously a lot better. When it was, yeah. you know, when it, when you know, the, then the reported five or six million, yeah, yeah. Eight, eight million, eight million, eight million, million at some yeah. point. 
I think sometimes, you know, these things are said, you know, yeah, uh, Hammers, when we signed him, you know, it was reported that we paid a fee for him. And then, you know, could, free, free fees we paid for him. It, it come out the wash, it was a free transfer. Yeah. You know, so it's it's hard sometimes to read too much into these things. And I, if he comes in there, scores a few goals for us, shows that he's, you know, he's a Premier League player as we expect, um, then it's a good deal. Yeah. You know, it's another player who can come off the bench, like Barry said, it's a poor record. You know, players coming off the bench and it's, it's not acceptable. So hopefully we've got that extra squad depth now, the extra competition, and he's first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to talk about this because I think versatility is like a huge thing. Um, speaking to Andy McGregor, our, uh, our, our resident statistician, who, you know, who's well loved in the Everton community, um, but we talk about versatility and we're starting to get a squad that can flex a lot more. You know, you can look at you know, Godfrey, you can play left back, centre, centre mid, centre half. Probably play right back and up front and in goal. Probably if, you, if you're asking them to play there, uh, but it gives us options. You know, Holgate again. You know, right back, centre half, centre mid. Luca Dean, yeah, um, left back, say, left mid. Um, you know, who knows? You might even be able to tuck into that long roll midfield. Who knows? And that centre half, centre left centre half. You've got, you know, you've got King now. Obviously, you can play in three four positions. Mm. Richardson now you can play three four positions. Takure could probably play six, eight, ten, you know, ten player higher up. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden we've gone from having like a Cheng Tosin that's pigeonholed into like uh, being a, a, a one position player. Uh, and, you know, uh, Schneider, who can only play one way and just mm-hmm. sits in that role, you know, and we've got more players now who can flex and move around the field. And ultimately, you know, if our squad's um, system's lower, we don't have like 25 players, we only have 20, but can play in a range of different positions just you know and a couple of young kids on top of that I think Grant said in the AGM he's looking for 21 20, 21 and then young players I think we, we, you can see there's a all of a sudden you can see there's a bit of a picture developing here isn't it we've created a better versatile squad yeah well that's what you want you don't want as you said you don't want that's my half of the always said it you, you don't want to put fucking square pegs in round holes mm. you know you want someone who can play there so you don't make say, say to style when we had like a Wobie Fucking left wing back. Mm. No, you don't want that. Mm. Then it makes takes him out of his position, and someone's got to fill in for him. Mm. Where it is now, if if the right winger goes out, King can come in. If the Charleston goes out, King can come in. Yeah, Carver yeah. Lewin, King can come in again. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, so you you playing players in their position. Mm. Yeah. And you're not doing makeshifts or nothing. Mm. Um, and as you said, like half half of the squad is can, can play in three four positions. Yeah, mm. you could look at all the back four. Yeah, all the back four can play right across it. Two of them can play in midfield. Maybe three of them. Mm. Luca Dean can as well. Uh, the midfield themselves, even Sigurdsson's played as a false nine. Yeah, or yeah. as a number, or as as the centre forward. Mm. You know what I mean? So he and he can play left. Fucking mm. touch what he fucking never does like, but plays <laughs> deep. But no, but he, he can play. He can play the eight, the ten. Yeah, or the nine. Yeah, mm. that's it, isn't it? And you know, you don't have to make like loads of signings. No, you get like one or two that can play in a few positions. I think if you look at you know the, the, the shower across the park, uh, one of their better players being James Milner. Mm. You know, he's he's done the same as he played right back, left back, yeah, uh, in midfield. Yeah, and uh, you know, them, they, sometimes them players don't get the credit they deserve, but the priceless, aren't they, for the squads? Mm. Um, and I think we've we've started. Since Carlo's come in, we've started to. I think with brands, we've, we've really done some good business this summer, and I'm probably king. You know. In, in yeah, the, well, it, his hardest thing is was reducing the squad size, and he's yeah. done that, hasn't he? Mm. You know, like if you look at the window just gone, he he, he has shifted some shite. Yeah. And I mean, shit, like fucking awful <laughs> shite. Total Tolson, who fuck all. But Ashley's done call. Yeah. Half of the ones who went. Big wages as well. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's that's two hundred grand off the wage budget. That. <clears throat> yeah. Even Walcott, I, I I don't put Walcott in my category because I did think he, you know, at times he, you know, he could could give a bit of a go. You know, he wasn't the best sign in the world, but he, you know, he, he gave us go when he when he played. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he was on big wages as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he mm-hmm. was on, on. That's what I mean. For like the next five weeks. That's that's fucking Josh King pays for. Yeah. Done. All <laughs> because they've been shifted out. Yeah. And if it gets us again, you know, a couple of places up in the league, so what's the two million a place in the league? 
um, you know, we get Europe, then it's it's even more so. Yeah. It pays mm -hmm. with itself, really, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. know, people get too caught up on these things, probably nowadays. But it's, uh, yeah, I think they've done some good bit, you know, business that the squad's looking a lot more versatile. It's looking like you can flex and play different ways. We'll get on to the Leeds game, but even the other day, you know, uh, Keane comes on, Godfrey all of a sudden goes to the left, and then, you know, we have that double down on the left with Dina in front of them. So, you know, it's looking like we're, we're a lot more versatile as a squad and we're a lot more adaptable. Um, and it, it just helps Carlo at the end of the day because he can play a range of different systems, a range of different ways, and we can react in game mm. and be proactive, you know, when we see things developing. Mm. Um, so, moving on from, from, um, from deadline day, uh, we may as well. Uh, I, I was going to kind of skip the Newcastle game, but I. I, I, I uh, Barry, Barry won't let us. Nah. Yeah, Barry won't be happy. With it. So we'll, we'll talk about the Newcastle game because it was poor. Um, so we'll, you know we'll make sure we do discuss it. Um, so um, it, again, we've, we've been playing what made us successful. Arguably, <clears> has been <throat> this back four. So the, the four centre halves when we have not our full backs available. So the question mark was always: How do you then try and get the centre half? It would get the full backs back in to that back four and still keep the. So we tried it. Colvin came back in, Luca Dean came back in. It was a bit of a disaster, really. Um, mm. And Barry, I'll let you. Uh... It was fucking awful. I, 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 like, I've been on the air Friday. <laughs> so, it's not I, like you. I've been on the air <laughs> Friday, that's right. I set me alarm, fucking course to swallow, got up, drove to Mackey's, and I went, right, today's going to be a good day. I'm, I'm going to scan on Mackey's in bed. And I'm gonna watch Everton win, and after about ten minutes, I just went, "Fuck off!" Yeah. And that was that. We were <laughs> we were fucking awful, mm. and I mean, you could just tell the way it was going. Oh, it yeah. was fucking dreadful. When we're poor, we're poor, like and really poor. That's what I mean. Like if, if you take yesterday, ten, the first ten minutes, you went right to have a go here. Yeah. On Saturday, you just went, nah, yeah, <laughs> not today, no. and then. Even the fucking goals we conceded, like the first one, it's it's we're meant to be half decent to defend the set pieces mm. and look off straight in the box. Had a goal, mm. don't know what the goal he's doing again. Yeah. And then by the second one, I was I, I mean, I turned it off, not turned it off, but I was on my phone for the second one. Yeah, but then I seen it all on Twitter and then. But they they, they just want they wanted to book them for that. Yeah, they get beat at like. The early kickoff on a Saturday, so they put you in a bad mood all weekend. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that? My half fella got in and he started talking. I can't be honest, yeah, talking yeah. about it. And then, and then you don't watch any other footy then, do you? Because you can't be bothered with it. You can't bother talking about it or nothing. Well, I've, been, I've, been, I've been complaining about sometimes the Sunday and eight kickoffs. But sometimes. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Because then you, then, you know, your fucking weekend is ruined. Yeah. It's been a weird one, isn't it? Because. There's no excuse, Nick. You know, it was poor. Um, Guilty Sigurdsson, I was listening to, to Roger Armstrong's podcast. If you haven't, you need to be listening to the Blue Art podcast because his podcast is unbelievable. I mean, this one, he had, he had Paddy Boyland on from The Athletic, who, who, who's always really interested to read his articles. And he was talking about uh, Guilty Sigurdsson. But she's always, you know, reported to be really <laughs> well-liked on the training ground. You know, he... he, he a model professional, everything that he does in training grounds, brilliant. And he was really enjoying playing as an advanced 10 mm. back in his favorite position. Um, you know, not and all of a sudden, a couple of days after that, uh, Patty was saying he was all of a sudden playing deep <laughs> in that, that, that role that I don't think suits him at all. And it, I think everyone said, didn't he, when you looked at the foot, you looked at the team, you, everyone was, why they playing, you know, everyone reacted the same. Why well, they playing Gilby Sigurdsson deep? I'm sick of saying it, I don't know why. Play players in the national positions. Like Sigurdsson was playing well in the yeah. number ten role. You, you know, he even convinced you. You, you said <laughs> he's, ter he's turned me, yeah, yeah. And he was he was playing well. So and then for some some reason he plays him deeper. And then he has a shocker. No surprise. Everyone's on his case again. Yeah. And, and, seen, yeah, and then you seen last night playing in the further forward. He scores. Yeah. It's not fucking rocket science, is no, it? I don't, I don't know why he, he's... But I, I do think Carlo rates him that highly. Yeah. That he, he probably thinks he can do a job there, but really he can't. No. You know. His legs don't... don't it's not his game. It's not no. a game, is it? He's... You know, but... um. 
you get on to it's either good, the bad, and the guilty. Because <laughs> there has been a good and a bad part of this conversation. We'll probably we're talking about the bad part, but there's a good part probably the, the game yesterday. Um, but yeah, that was definitely a bad part of that. You know, I think Barry said it a few times. Can be criticised, Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah, uh, and I think oh, I was out for him. And I thought Newcastle game was now. <laughs> but I think you know, you know, you've, you've got to be, you know, you can't just say this fellow's the Messiah. You've got when he does make mistakes, which he probably did that against Newcastle game. But I do think sometimes it's not just him. Some of the some of the players mm-hmm. are prone to throwing people under the bus. No, that's that's right. And what I was saying on Saturday was. It wasn't criticism. It was criticism of the manager. But I was saying, if that was any other manager, mm. they'd be fucking murdered on social media over that performance. Yeah. And I mean, that, that I reckon that was worse than one of Alloway's. I, I think that was one. Alloway's I think that was one of the worst because I think there's, big there's, there's whenever there's a chance for us to close the gap or for us to go ahead, we bottle it. It's not even that. Lad. It's not that. It's just. Yeah, yeah, yes, he played well. Mm. But then, what, what's the fucking difference from four days ago? There's no. It's probably Atty because they were that I, know, shit, I mean, I know yeah. it's, it's I, I like. Think, I think the thing is, though. I even think, the Leicester game. Do, do you think, think sometimes, though, Barry, and I'm just going to let you we're not the only team in this position. And I know that we're, 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 talk, we're doing a podcast for Seven, so we talk about Seven. But, you know, even Liverpool. Who are supposed to be the masters of the universe and they've got world class players in every single position. You know, they've been beat by Mary yeah. home, they've been beat yesterday against Brighton at yeah. home, they've been walloped by Aston Villa. But um, you know, it's yeah, yeah, look at look at look at, nice. Sheff, look at Sheffield United going to United Man United and winning. Yeah. Look at Brighton beating Tottenham the other day. It, it does happen, yeah. The, and it doesn't excuse it. And this is not me. Yeah. You know, it, it does happen even right. flag, but it, it does seem to be sometimes evident they've got still a bit of jackal and hide in them. Mm. But well, what the way I looked at it on, on Saturday, right? This is what I was. This is, you know, I'm always the eternal optimist, Barry, and you'll see down it. But we, he only had two of his own players playing. And that's the way I looked at it. I want to see a Carlo Ancelotti side in two, three, four years now because Klopp didn't do it in his first year. It took him three, four years to have a side reflective of Carlo Ancelotti. I think this players he signs, like God Freeze, new players like that, who incidentally. Didn't you know lost out on that day? I think maybe mm. you know in hindsight it was probably a bad decision. But when Carlo actually has his players on as such, and when I say his players the one signs under his tenureship, you know I know it's it's a bit of a discussion between all parties. Brands, Ferguson, David Ancelotti, and Ancelotti. So it's not just his signings, but I think that we're better and the better players every time we play are the ones he signs under his tenure. Um, so when we've only got two of them on the pitch, I think he, he learns these nasty lessons that sometimes the players are maybe good enough. Mm. About you know the ones he's brought. See where you're right, you're, you're right, lad. But the three defeats at the start of the season, he had all of his players. Yeah, and, and yeah, we, yeah. we were shite again. Yeah. And I even said to you after Leicester, I was like, did not fucking play well again. Yeah. Well, th- th- this is the argument you see, um, and and it, it kind of segues nicely into talk about the Leeds game, because when we talk about football styles, you know, Beisler is someone that I've always admired, and I said that night when he was in the Championship, I was talking about it on the group, and Chris, I think, joked saying, "Do you support Leeds or something?" Yeah, yeah. I was talking about Beisler more than I was talking about anything else, but he's someone I've always admired as a football coach. I wouldn't want him as Everton's manager. Because I think he's always got that, you know, he drops off the second half of the season. He's a bit of a, a nutty professor. He's always got the, the chance he might just pack his bags and just disappear. But he does play nice football. The sides play lovely football, you know, liquid football at Great times. Plus, he loses games as well. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. his sides tend to, tend to blow the second half of the season. Now, we've kind of gone through the arses at Everton. We've had Moises football. And then I think everyone went, Moyes went, we wanted to try and play possession based football. Because Wenger was obviously the architect of who looked up to someone like him. So he brought Martinez and Martinez played really lovely football in that, that first year he was there. You know, it was probably one of the best seasons we've seen. We didn't win anything, but you know, they <laughs> really nice football. And you know, it was a really good league finish. And then that kind of gradually got to a point where he got sacked. You know, he didn't really alter his style and whatever else. He had no plan B. He didn't have a big plan B. We then got Kubin in, you know, and Southampton playing some decent football. I think some of that was propped up by how good the recruitment is at Southampton, you know, Van A, Pelé, 
you know, some of the better players that Southampton at the time. Then got on to Silva, you know, again, it's that kind of possession-based football. I think that, obviously, Sam, you know, we can't misplace him, but he played, you know, we all know what, what big scandals, uh, but, you know, he's effective. Well, Carlo is one trophy, he's everywhere he's been, and he, he, he sometimes he's, I think he's good at what, using what he's got. And it's the first year. So I think that, that sometimes we can't expect the sexiest type of football. We're not going to be like Brian Martinez either. Yeah, but I think when we eventually get to Mark Carlo's best 11, where it's reflected of him, I think we'll play better football than we've seen before. But we're not there quite yet. And I think we've, the Newcastle game, we tried to revert back to away from playing this kind of defensive football to try and play back to where we played against West Brom. And we can't find that in between because we had that kind of start where we were playing all this great football, top of the league and all this. And then we had that little period where we lost a load of games and then we locked down again and started playing really defensive football and then had to run a good game. So I don't really do, find that in between. Do, do you know what, mate? I don't care how they play as long as they win matches. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've watched over the years them trying to play nice football. And as long as you win. Like, that, like you know, the amount of times we've won games by a goal, one nils, two, uh, two ones. I don't care how they play. Just, play just fucking win the game. Nice, like, I say that, lad, but like... Yeah, it'd when, be great. When, it when, would be great when to be When you win, right, you're not asked. When you win, you're not, you're, you know, you've got three points, you know. Mm. I, I say it all the time. I'd rather have a scrappy one no win than mm. play well and get beat. Mm. But when you don't win, then you've got to watch it. It's yeah, yeah. been awful. Yeah. Well, the, the, the Leeds one was probably a nice segue into this. And, and where I was talking about this is that Leeds obviously play this expansive football athletic run around field and all that and we kind of went back we, we, we were talking about how can we get that happy medium do we have to have the four centre halves at the back you know uh, where does Luca Dean fit back in because we need to get him back in because of the stats and he actually did get him back in but rather than playing two full backs he played three centre halves and one full back it worked didn't it yeah yeah um, no, he got a team right um, I was surprised to see Keane not playing, but... Yeah, and that was the one thing I was worried about, because I always think when Keane doesn't play, we we seem to slip up or not win. Yeah. Um, but nah, the, the, all the defence, but the two centre-halves were fucking brilliant last night. Really, really good. Right? Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. Who was, who was particularly your, uh, your favourite there, Mitch? Who do you think? Either way, I can go on about all the time, Ben Godfrey. I just thought he was superb, mate. <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> him, him, yeah, that's well, who I'm talking well, about. He was really good, wasn't he? Oh, he's just, he's just unbelievable. Like for a young lad, I mean, how quick he is, how strong he is. Um, that run he done out and he ran the full length of the oh, pitch and then me on feet for playing strength he, like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like the fucking water boy Bobby Boucher and he's just uh, unbelievable man he's just he's getting he's going to be some player then like I, I don't think it'll be long before he's getting called up to England because I just no. think he's just he's, he's a beast absolute beast but if you look at um, Joe Gomez Barry um Obviously, he's, he's had quite a few England caps. If there's any comparison between him and, and Ben Goffrey, I think Ben Goffrey's twice the player, I'll be honest with you, attribute wise. I don't know, I don't know what's Joe Goffrey. Yeah. <laughs> Top now. No, he's sure. never fit to see exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> but there's been some of the centre halves have, have got a bit of a go for England. He does seem to be, you know, if you could put, build a centre half in a factory. Mm. Pace, power, aggressiveness. He's got everything. Um, you know, you, you, you produce a bit he, of he'll, coffee, he? he'll go the Euros, 100%. Yeah. Mm. And, and that'll simply be because he can play left-back, centre-half, and mm. right-back. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to put money on him to go the Euros. Remind me. <laughs> remind me. But it, Southgate drew Ferdinand's friends, as far as I'm aware, as well. Um, so you, you'd like to, obviously, Ferdinand's bigging him up because he's involved with, I think, the agency or something that he works with. But, you can bet your bottom dollar he'll be on to saying you need to get this lad in the squad now. Um, and it, we had this discussion before on the bubbles actually. And what I like about that, that black line, it was not to, to kind of big me myself up here, but I, I'd said, didn't I, a, a couple of weeks ago about playing that black line and not having Keane on it. And 
I was I think they still made a few mistakes, but, but the reason why I wanted to see it is because I thought Mead is a bit more aggressive. He, he goes towards the ball. Ben Godfrey's the same. You know, he, he goes towards the ball, he attacks the ball. Um, and obviously Bill Bill Lucadine back and I, I still think Hallgate's a better right back. But it's a big thing taking Keane out of that back four. It's a bold decision yeah. because he's been so good. Mm. But I think the, the thing that, that was noticeable is that we were a lot more aggressive meeting the ball. And that one you're talking about where, where Godfrey you know, went running with it. Mira was doing the same, you know, he kept he kept jumping towards the ball yeah. and uh, you know and, and really attacking the ball as we were going. Um probably with within hindsight as well. It was good having a, a pacey centre half. As opposed to having Mina and Keane who haven't got the pace. Yeah. He's gone with like one and a lad who can run. Well, there was a couple of times, wasn't there, as well, where the ball went in behind Dean because mm. he got higher up. Yeah. And Godfrey That's just what I mean, yeah. yeah. So we wouldn't have had that, you know, if it was Keane and Mina. I think Keane and Mina would have been our best centre half pairing, but it was quite bold, like I say, to take yeah. Keane out of yeah. that, that, you know. I'm not saying it's the right decision because. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it, it was in the last night. It was last night, yeah. yeah. Watch. You know, um, certain games. But this is why he's such a good manager because he can he'll probably see these things. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say about obviously that aggressive style of defending, you try and win the ball even as a player in front of you. So you're inadvertently end up giving a few free kicks away. Uh, but if you look at our records, more often than not, if we can see the free kick, we defend it. <laughs> You know, That's the thing. I mean, they, they, they were having a lot of, they, they had a couple of corners and free kicks and things, but it, I mean, I wasn't worried. I was sitting there thinking, we'll clear yeah. this, clear this. No, I was I was saying to me after, I was like, we did give a few silly fouls. We were like, Mina's one. Yeah. And the edge, yeah, Holgate's one as well. Mm. But every time it went in the box, they didn't look you, like You're confident that they'll get it away. I think I think right? once they come close, it was off a corner yeah. in the first half with, with that Rafinha in. in with mm. the in swinger, good player, Mr. But Mina, oh, I think, later. I think the stat, you know, they had seven corners, right? We had one scored, yeah, yeah. you know, so that says everything, doesn't it? And we'll, we'll come on to David Ancelotti because I know there's a fan question of amongst yeah, such as on the blues that wanted us to talk about that, um, on the Everton fans, um, so we'll, we'll talk about that later on, um, but. The, the thing that I said to you, Mitch, I'll never forget this, was, was Crystal Palace at, at, at a couple of games here about how deep we were defending. Mm. Set pieces were almost in our six-yard box. And I remember at the time saying, ringing alarm bells for me, this, because all it takes is a flick and it's in. Because, you know, we don't need to see teams defend on our own box. But it's working, isn't it? <laughs> I keep thinking I'm, I'm actually really wrong on this because mm. we actually, we're actually saying we've, we've got the confidence here to defend this because A, uh, we've got the players to do it and B, we know exactly what the way we're doing it. Um, and you've got like me and Keane, Richardson, DCL, Takura, Colgate, Godfrey. Well, you know, and, and, uh, all the big lads, big lads can win, you know, and the, and the record backs it up. So I was wrong there. I just want to compare on the record. <laughs> you know, it's... Again, it's it's all past that aggressive style of defending, you know, hitting players and making sure you're not letting them turn, not standing off them. And I think that's Keane's natural in- inclination sometimes is to he, he retreats a bit, doesn't he? That low block. Yeah. He's a lot, you know, it's I'm not saying he's non aggressively, he's slightly different in his style. Not to say I still think Keane's a quality player, but Amina and Godfrey maybe offer something slightly different. Um, so it'll be interesting as the season goes on with that one. Yeah, yeah. I think on, I think. Saturday, I think it'll go the, the same. I don't think he'll play on Saturday because they've got a quick forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? One ball in behind. And then, if they don't stack up, any. Mm. Yeah, but then they've got the, 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 the wide, sort of wide yeah. haven't they? Yeah. I think, I think one and thing... I, and I think it shows again that we come up against a quick striker that Saturday mm. and we got beat. Yeah. I think you know one thing for sure is that uh, you've got to stack off three somewhere on that back four. Yeah. For me. Just yeah. purely for his pace. He might he might go Keane and Godfrey and give me he might, he might he might change it. Don't know. Yeah. He might do that. Against his old club. Yeah, for it. Again, what we were talking about that overarching thing of versatility, isn't it? Mm. You know, we've got that versatility now mm. to flex and change the pace now. But almost mm. it's like an embarrassment of riches at the back now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, maybe right back's the one area that, that we yeah, might want to sort of Yeah. Um, sort that out. Paul Gates obviously doing the job, but long term. We need a Luca Dean at right back and that. 
maybe then gives us a lot more options, you know, going forward. We're not always looking to switch it to the left. You've got someone mm. who can do it down the right as well. Mm. Uh, but what a, what a cross band of good you know, you can criticise their defence, but that, that, that was on a plate. Yeah, the cracking ball, that one. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing he does offer. You know, I know Godfrey's done great down the left, but Lucas Dean just offers you that. Them, them, yeah, them crosses. Got a, always got a chance for yeah, a I mean, it's no surprise he's got the most assists as a defender in the league. Yeah. From a fullback, he's just quality. Not a plate, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you've been rubbing your hands. He, had it, he yeah. got it in the corner. I was thinking, oh, now he's got no way to go. What's he I thought do? he just did it. Yeah, I honestly, and just thought he had an open. And the next thing, you know, fucking sick. It just goes nicely. Yeah. There you go. Ghosting him. This was going to say about Gilfield. <laughs> I'm always the first to criticise him, so I've got to be the first to praise him. Um, I've got to be the first to praise him when he actually does play well. Um, you've got that bounce, you know what I mean? You can't just jump on, on your favourites all the time. And I think that's. Um, Gilfie actually his best role was defending off the ball because mm. obviously Phillips in the first game we all know needs to play, play mm. through Phillips and it was almost like he's like a deep line Arteta at times I mean, probably a bit too much saying Arteta but that's the way he needs to play through him they play mm. them balls and they put the ball around there and we cut off them lines um, and I think that's why he ultimately when we, we probably all looked at the seam sheet and thought wow Guilty six and all, and you know, after the game against Newcastle, why is he playing him over James Rodriguez? Um, but it worked, didn't it? You know, I think Guilty ultimately with DCL as well, they both cut off that. It was like uh, when uh, Everton years ago getting the Martinez era, they, uh, they, they, they played Naismith in that centre role, played Lukaku off the right just to cut off that supply line in the centre. And I think also that that won the game for me, you know, that was yeah. how Leeds played. We stopped the way they played, and I'm really frustrated with them. Yeah. Yeah, and again, you've got to give Carlo Ancelotti credit for that because he could have, st- you know, I, I saw they were speaking to Mikey about this before the match last night and maybe playing Hammers there, the way Leeds play, 100 miles an hour, he might not have been right for it because, by, yeah. yeah, and it's probably not got the greatest work rate. He'll, he'll, he will work, but at least, I think Sigerson will keep going, won't he? He'll keep going through the game. Yeah. He won't, like, you know, He'll just keep going. I think you get more out of him work rate wise. And maybe that particular game with Leeds, the way they play, like you say, might have just passed Rodriguez by a little bit. I don't know. But... Yeah, no, I don't know. It was high intensity. I think it was non stop yeah. for a good yeah. 18 minutes. I don't think he could have any passengers. That's thought, what I'm saying. You know, like they were on the attack and then you look left and then we're on the attack. Mm. It was literally. Do you know what? It was great. If 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 that was like if you were a neutral, there, that was one say. If you were a neutral, if that was West Brom v Sheffield United, you go. Do you know what a cracking game of footy that was? Again, you does this say that Carlos watched the first game? He's learned from it. I hope so. He's gone back Mm. to the drawing board and he, you know, he he ultimately tweaked it and yeah, he's he's frustrated Leeds there really, hasn't he? Mm. And I do. I said this the other day, but you know, if we can keep, it's not about playing brilliant for me at the moment because our squad's not there. If we can keep the side that we're playing part of Newcastle down to either a clean sheet or only can only score in one, I'm confident we can score two or three. Mm. The players we've got going forward, and I still feel like Rich Allison's going to come into a rich trainer form. Mm. It'll seem like a million miles off. Know. But you know, eventually you'd like to think on the lot of averages that he'll pick up a mm. few goals, you know, that you know that, that it's yet to come, but mm. you know, if we if we if we keep these goals down to a minimum. The mistakes down to a minimum, then then I think we've got every chance, haven't we, moving forwards mm. to do some good stuff. Um, but yeah, the other thing I was going to talk about was uh, Lucas Ailing's handball as well. Uh, I know Barry, you had some some uh, thoughts on this, so I'll start with you on that. Oh, fuck criminal! <laughs> it was absolutely criminal. He's practically forearmed the ball away, mm. and I'm more disappointed than our team, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Not one of them claimed for it. Not 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 a single one of them. No. Went to the ref and went to Tom Ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's probably why they never closed them. I don't even think they looked at it. No, they didn't even you know, go to like VAR. That's what I mean. And it was like, and at the time, I, I thought it was a penalty anyway yeah. on Calvert Lewin. And then seeing the replay, and I went, he's fucking on ball. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that like, he's not. rolled down his fucking arm. And he's, fu- and he's fucking it's gone, fuck off. It's on ball. And match of the day didn't even mention it. No, will he? Didn't they even mention it. They won't be. Ever. What yeah. it reminded me of is the. Um, I think we got given a soft one, possibly if Palace 
Um, worse than that. And it was worse than that, yeah. Um, but like you say, I think the, the big thing is that if you anyone that, that, that obviously watched Everton win and inflicted a Liverpool game would have seen one where it wasn't a handball and their whole side crowd had an F go handball, mm. feeling for it. And it went to VAR, they checked, it wasn't a handball, of course. Mm. Uh, but we didn't do that. Yeah, well, that's what I want to say. I'd rather see stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because the worst they're going to go is, no, it's not a penalty. Uh, but if someone says to the referee, that's a fucking penalty, right? he looks at a penalty, 3 1, game over, and then you can. It's, like, uh, it's proper arse, isn't it? But it's like, you know, obviously, modern technology, but you've got to get, you've got to get wise to how you It's not arse, it's smart. Six of the It is smart. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but I was fucking criminal, that. I can't, I can't believe. Never got, never mind it not getting given, not getting looked at, getting even mentioned. Yeah, it's something we've got to look at. We've got to be wiser in the way way we do that. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it, I mean, all in all, the, the Leeds game worked, didn't it? You know, it's probably played later to a T, really. I think yeah. any other talking points I'll go around the room, but I think for me, my talking point before we get going was a Wobi. You know, I think again, he come in seven out of ten, ran that line up and down. Buys his time, he can dribble on the ball, he doesn't give the ball away too easy. Crossing needs to improve still for me, you know, I think that's a, a constant theme. But I think it was another solid performance uh, from Iwobi as well. I, I, I know who Barry's person's going to be, uh, so I'll go to Barry straight away on this. Andre Gomez is outstanding, yeah. and I mean, I reckon that's his best game he's played for us. I know he's been shite recently, but he got the ball and he just went. You're not fucking having it. Yeah, you're not. I wouldn't disagree with you. And I mean, I think he gave it away once in the first half. The, and the, apart the, from that, the only thing he'd done wrong for me was was the ball he played across across the box. The box yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought and that was it, Matt. No, we were saying before, like he was, he's so strong on the ball, quick feet as well, and he was. He, I thought he played really well. He like, was. He, admit, he, yeah, he. Uh, if he can keep that level up, is Andre Gomez or Andre Gomez? Gomez. 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 <laughs> I don't know where the age comes from. His name is Gomez. Maybe since he started calling this, he's also been going great again. I was nice to meet him. Well, no, because the person you got to blame for that is fucking McManaman. He started it. <laughs> him. Gomez. No, but it's, it's fucking stupid. His name's not yeah. Gomez. It's Gomez. It's got a fucking S. It hasn't got an H. It's like when he used to call Jackie Elke, Jackie Elke. Yeah. It's not a Y, it's a fucking J. <laughs> but no, he was full of it. Yeah, but no, <laughs> no, he was, he was, he, he was out. He, he was, was your, and I mean, your standout last night. Eleven out of ten. I would have. Yeah. he was outstanding. I looked at his uh, his pass completion. Well, I think it was ninety two percent. Ninety four. It was ninety four. Yeah, he'd better. Mm. You know, that's that's how, uh, if you consider how fast leads press and put pressure on teams as well. For the 12 people, yeah, it's outstanding, really. And, and his ball to the didn't he? For the, for the, for the yeah, first goal. The, the assist before the assist. The assist of the assist. assist, assist. Three, yeah. yeah. Are you giving me stick for the other week? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not claiming it, but, it, but it was fucking pass. It's outstanding. Yeah, it was, it was. It was. Uh, but no, if he plays like that every week, he, yeah. he starts. The interesting one with him, and we said this on, on our own podcast, was uh, not the assist that he, he got last time, but he actually got into the box. And that, you know, that was different about his game because sometimes, you know, he's very withdrawn, he, he's not really committing himself either way. And he does seem to all of a sudden change his game where he's getting very advanced, he's charging with the ball, he's, you know, he, he does seem to, I don't know if it's something tactically or it's confidence or, or whatever, but he. But that's it, like he's having influence now on the game, you know, he has an assist against Wolves. An assist against Chef Wed in the cup, yeah, and a pre-assist last night. So I'm not counting. No. I'm not counting. <laughs> no, but he's starting to he's starting to have more of an influence, isn't he, on games? So this I'm going to ask about this actually. So we've got pre-assist, assist. We've got controlling the tempo, which doesn't require anything. Just you control the tempo. It doesn't you no assist, no goals, but if you control the tempo, you sign off. Uh, and also idea balls. So. I'm like, this was the new one for Tiago, wasn't it? Tiago. <laughs> is that you know, we had 15 idea roles. Mm. So where do we stop with it with these statistics? Statistics are obviously really useful at times. It's just it's statistics become... to suit. Yeah. It is. Like yeah, yesterday. Gomez had 94 pass completion. Yeah. Percent. You want to mention of that? 
Yeah. About how he exactly. Or dictate the tempo. Exactly. Or... <laughs> I'm telling you now. You're lost in this lingo sometimes. It's a Peter. Yeah, Peter Reed said it when no one ever when fucking Liverpool brought this heavy metal footy. Right. He was like, not a long ball, but yeah, no, not direct he, pass. He said, a long pass. He said, <laughs> fucking push on the front, and he just went. Strikers push forward. Mm. A transition counter attack. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah, the wheels, isn't yeah that's that's some. And uh, my head fell off with that idea ball thing. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. That one. Yeah. The idea ball. <laughs> That's a good idea. It didn't come off. His idea was there. Probably, you probably got the one yesterday with the most thumbs up or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Do you know what he is? Do you know if you go and wish? Yeah. Someone tweeted it. He's, it would be Leon Osman saying, look at your door. <laughs> and your door's a Leon Osman. And yeah. Same, yeah. yeah. Or, if it, or if you put a fucking blonde wig on, Sam Davis. Or the way, I mean, what was a blue nose Bob called? Uh, like that German. The German. Bob. So anyway, so moving on from that uh, and all these weird sayings that we've invented, we've got a bit of a conundrum, haven't we? Because we've got United the weekend um, and we may have learned some lessons from them so far because we've actually got to play them twice. So the, 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 the start of 11 becomes a bit of a, <coughs> bit of a, a discussion point. Um, who comes in and who doesn't see why, you know? Fucking hell. Same team. Exactly, exactly the same. You were team. just saying before start, Alan. <laughs> yeah, but that was before Gomez played well. So now, same team. Same, mesh. same team. Same team, yeah. Even Rath from the goalie right through. Mm. Don't think don't think you can you can drop anyone yesterday. Yeah, no. Well, you bitch. Anyone coming in, coming out. The only one I'd try, I don't know. The only one I'd try and probably try and squeeze in is Rodriguez, but I don't know where. If you put it, I think Sigurdsson's playing well in the ten roll. And to be fair, so well, he's doing all right down the right. I'd... But if you put him in, lads, you're gonna have the same problem that we would have had yesterday. Mm. He won't snap back. Yeah. And their fullbacks, Wan Bush, Luke Shaw, yeah. Shaw, they they go forward. Yeah. And a Wobi will chase back. So. Yeah. No, same, Play, team, yeah. same team. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Going with a similar approach. Rubbish. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going slightly different. I'm, I'm doing this because... As long as Ben Goffrey and Zaccari playing, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. It's a good point. Um, I'm going for slightly different because I think that when we were all sat at Goodison Park, we watched this close hands and, and we realised some of the issues. The, the, the main issue for me that day that the Pogba had too much room, I think we played Gomez, Gomez, uh, and we and we played um, uh, Gilfie at the same size with Takure, and I think they just had too much space. Pogba and Fernandez caused the issues. Fernandez caused the issues in the first game that we played against in the league as well. So I think that yeah, I keep the back line the same. Wouldn't try and change that up too much. Um, but I'd like to see a bit of a change in the middle. Allen's come back, and I, I do think that we need something on Fernandez. Um, so Allen not playing the first game. Um, sure, he did, you know. Yeah. I'm sure he left Fernandez go for the goal. He did in the league, yeah. He did, but yeah. for me, the issue for me wasn't him tracking him. It was our ability to aggressively attack the ball in the six-yard box, mm. which is why I keep Mina and Godfrey, because I thought they're more aggressive in the box, heading the ball. And yeah. I thought, you know what I mean? So that's why I keep that back line, because, just simply because of that reason. Juan Bissaka, I don't think, will cause Dinier too much problems going forward. You know, but Dinier has to be on his game. Luke Shaw, he said, great player, Holgate, and oh, we'll be, I think, double up on him. I think, you know, I think the centre midfield is a big issue for me, so I would change it slightly in there. And McTomney will play there, and I think McTomney maybe cancel Gilfie out, bizarrely, because I think he's athletic. Gilfie's attributes won't really, you know, we don't need to, he's a breaker. Mm. We don't really need to have Gilfie on McTomney. I think that Hammers will cause more problems because he'll give us something that. McTomney won't be able to deal with and he might end up getting a couple of, you know, at least a yellow card or struggling with him. But yeah, more often than not, you know, I think there's a question mark whether King comes in, but I think that I would tweet that midfield just for that reason because I think it is horses, of course, and we've got lots of options. You don't need to just stick with one. Keep Olsen in. 100%. I think that I, I'd like to, to give Olsen a run of games, but I think if you listen to, to what Carlo says, 
I think that very much the, the, the Pickfords is number one. And then it, he keeps saying that Alison knows his role and such and, and I think that's I think pick, I think you bring Pickford back in. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's right or wrong, you probably have people shout at the podcast saying, So you say you know, but you, it's at the end of the day I'm a Carlo Ancelotti, and I think that's what you'll do. The only the only worry with that is, is if he if brings him back in and he makes a mistake. Mm. It's 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 not on the goal he had for me. It's on the manager's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when we, we said it before, when Olsen's played, he's not really done anything wrong. No, he's a steady Eddie, isn't he? And you know, I think the defense looks more confident than yeah, you do with the other side. I do. Um, I think you, someone's, someone's put it. We're getting on to fans' questions, right? Um, uh, so we might as well bring this in now. Leroy, Leroy Fellow, obviously, I don't think that's his, <laughs> his real name, but if it is, then he was just waiting for this pandemic. And his name's become fashionable, but he said, Olsen, is he a legitimate challenger or just a stopgap or a number two? So we'll probably answer the same question we're talking about this. So he's a legitimate challenger for me. Yeah. He's not he's not done anything wrong when he's played. I think the goals he's conceded, you touched on it before, the ones against Newcastle away. One was a penalty and one was a deflection. Yeah. Uh, the Man United one at home, the Man U at home. Uh, the second one, they were just on the break and he mm. one on one. Any I'd fancy any striker to score one on one. Um, the one yesterday, I don't think, don't think he was at fault for. No, no. And uh, Leicester away, he was solid, clean yeah, sheet. Clean sheet. Uh, yesterday, solid again. The cup games, he's never let us down. Chef uh, Wednesday, solid. Mm. Uh, made a few good saves. Rotherham, don't think he was. A, don't think he was a fault for Rotherham's goal either. No. Um, what else? He was giving it away, wasn't it? Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> what, are, what are the games you have you played any well, others? Basically, what you've just said there. Then I, he's never. I, I he's see never him in goal. I see yeah. him in goal. I'd right, and, I, and he, he doesn't worry me. No. He he, he doesn't worry me. Mm. Like, and as, as good as the shot stop a pick for this, mm. you always, you'd always think, oh, can I help. That that he one might moment, do something. He's on does that, but Olsen doesn't seem to have that. No, that moment of madness and the goal and pick for the pick for the, I think was a fault for two for the two Newcastle goals. Mm. Whether whether Olsen would have saved him, I don't know, but I just think, know, but... I think he's always got a mistake in him. Whereas mm. this fella doesn't matter; he's got a mistake in him every game. Huh? So for you, Olsen, in goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no bother. Yeah. Um, it's so, not even a fucking question, actually, yeah. And, and he is in goal until he makes a mistake. So, I agree with that. Drop a fucking, watch him drop a fucking clang on oh, Saturday. Oh, so we're going to uh, move on to Paul Brown's uh, lines up this week. I'm just going to quickly play this clip. Yeah. Um, he must know that Hearts have got a good team. We, we get Colin Cameron in the squad. Mm-hmm. Stephen Presley, yep. I just don't know why for at least three seasons he's been ignoring Auntie Nemi. Auntie Nemi? Aye, I don't know why he doesn't get a game. <sighs> for Scotland? Aye. He's from Finland? He's what? He's Finnish, isn't he? He's not finished. He's only 28. No, not finished. He's from Finland. What do you mean? That's where he, he, his nationality is f- finished. He's from Finland. He's not Scottish? No. So I've just got a hats off to, to Paul Brown. Who put off it? If Josh King does well, then he might find himself in English squad because he's still getting bites now, even today. Um, the people thought he was being serious, and he's even said to people, uh, "He's finished," and they've gone down the line and say, "He's not finished yet." <laughs> even though to Mike, he's in. Even the bubbles bit. Yeah. So uh, Paul Brown, I just want to say hats off to you. Um, Brilliant, that. Obviously, you submitted one of the fans' question. Um, about <laughs> when we get into the England squad, <laughs> 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 yeah, that was ex- excellent work. That to be fair, and um, Teddy was talking about um, um, if Martinez had a son like Davy Zancelotti, would he still be in the job? No, no, I haven't a fucking clue. Nope. <laughs> so I think where he's going with that is to say that Davi Angelotti is obviously an excellent defensive coach who works on the set pieces. Probably all the things that Martinez wasn't very good at doing. Or sure, you know, that wasn't really his strength. 
was it would that excellence assistance, whether it's a son or not, have kept Mark Martinez longer in the job? I thought he's been sitting there, but that you know, resounding <laughs> absolutely <laughs> no chance <laughs> because he was too stubborn. Yeah, what if Marco Silva had a son, like a little little silver? <laughs> God help us. Till the genius. Uh, we, yeah. we might have played fucking decent footy. <laughs> or little Sam. We had little Sam. <laughs> we had little Sam. Sammy Lee. That, that was a crime that he, he was ever allowed anywhere near Everton. Yeah, Sammy um, Lee. That's it, yeah. So, uh, um, Matt um, said, Richardson, does he come, uh, Does you know, does, could he come out with the king? Um, obviously, Richardson's probably highlights this year have probably been defensively rather than attacking. Um, it's a case now to, to give King a go and, and maybe take the Charles not that far in line. I mean, how fit is King? Is he is he match fit at the minute? I don't know. He the shoe so lad, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's hard, isn't it? It's I an, mean, it's, a, it's a no for me because I think he. I, I where is all right? The Charles is not scoring, but I think if you. See, like, Teams know he's a danger. Yeah, teams I have to mark. I don't think it's help him if you left him out. I think he is it is affect him if you left him out. Teams have to mark him. Like, be... So whereas they know with for now King we won't have to. So they might double up on the Charleston and allow Steen to overlap him. Mm. You know, you probably wouldn't get that with like when when a Wobie filled in for him. Mm. No one doubled up on a Wobie and team was fucked. Mm. So no, I, I think he might not be scoring, but I think but he's offering the offers too much for me. Mm. It's often. Sometimes it's it's because he's not scoring, you all of a sudden people jump on him up, like you say. There's a lot more to his game, isn't it? And I think them goals will come. Well it's so, worth it, it's outstanding. Yeah, mm. exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see when he went when he got suspended, the the three games he missed, we lost all three. And it shows you how important he is. Yeah, yeah, it does. To, to the team, maybe we just need to back off and just let him play himself into form. Mm. Um, but uh, Brian always submits a question. Brian hands a god. Do you think the lack of top players coming from the academy is down to the fact that we now have wealthy owners, and maybe we've taken it for granted that we can now splash the cash on signings instead of putting our efforts in to develop players for the first team? Sorry to be blunt, but no. <laughs> Simple fact, we've we've had two good one, two good players since I've started watching Everton country that youth team. Yeah. Before we had money. Yeah. One being Rooney. And that's it. Barkley. Yeah, Barkley. Yeah. Two two good players. Even when we were skinned. You you, you can't tell me anyone on that youth team. You you looked at it and you went, sound, apart from Rooney and Barkley. Yeah, I think there just needs to be improvements. You know, I think yeah, but sometimes we are a bit reactive. You know, like Sir Pennington playing there till he's twenty-five, and Luke Darby, Conor Mahaloney, who mm. was doing, you know, what I mean. Well, no, we had like yeah, we had fucking new man Yash up tonight. Yeah, when he was blocking well, the pathway of well, Sims, or yeah. maybe another striker, you don't know. But there needs to be like a thing of once did each. 19, not 20. 20 is too late. You should be in the first team at 20 if you're any good. Yeah. Look, at, look at the likes of Branthwaite, Anthony Gordon. They, you know, they were 18, 17 when they broke into the team. As good as people are saying Alex Sims is, he's now 20. 21. At 20. At 20. James Warren was in the Everton team. Yeah. And he never really done nothing. And a Chibi. He was in the Everton team. Really yeah, amazing. that's what I mean. They, they, they were in the Everton team at that age, whereas yeah. he's not, he's in the one footy. Well, to be argumentative, <laughs> the flip side, Jamie Vardy was fucking 23 when he, yeah. you know what I mean? So, players yeah, develop, that's, that's... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying players develop different stages, don't they? But I know exactly what, what you're saying. Players do that, yeah, but if you, you know, if you had someone who, who took the route Vardy took and was mm-hmm. at us. Playing in the under 23s till he was 26, 27, mm. you go, What the fuck are you doing there? No, no, you know I, I, I agree with you. So, I, do, I, I don't think it will block the path. I don't. Yeah. Right. I think that um, we, we pretty much discussed everything there. It's been a, a productive episode. Um, I hope everyone's enjoyed it. Uh, bit of a laugh as always. Lots of drink. 
because <laughs> it wouldn't be the same if we just sat here drinking coffee and whatever else. Um, but we don't get many opportunities to do this, and all of a sudden we have. Mm. So we're going to go we, on. We to, missed the last one. We missed the last we one. Missed yeah. the last one. <laughs> we missed the last one because I was on death's door. Um, but we're going to go out to a song that's long overdue, and hopefully it's going to be regular moving forward because things just ain't the same, are they? Over the park. <laughs>